Normally, we start these episodes with like a funny ha-ha joke about the time. I want to start today. We never really referenced the episode at the start, but I want to... Chris, I want to give you a warning. Okay. Just remember one thing. Yes. I'm petty. Uh-huh. I'm vindictive. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I will hold a grudge. Okay. And we are about to talk to about one of my top 20 games of all time. Not top 10. That's shocking. <laughs> um, so... Going into this episode, just remember, I can ruin everything you love by the end of this year. Oh, boy. <laughs> so keep that in mind and welcome That's fair. to the, this episode of I Have More Trophies Than You. This is going to be a... What? Don't... No, I... Uh, hold on. You did this last time, too. You know, <laughs> we uh, we start the sit. Okay, play the theme song again. Okay. <laughs> Welcome, friends, to I Have More Trophies Than You. This is a video game podcast about video games and the different ways that people play them. I am your host, the 61st best gamer in all of North America. I'm Dr. Ryan. And hey, I'm your other host. I'm still crawling out of the pits of hell. Uh, it's me, Chris. How are you doing? How's chat? Or not chat, I guess. How, how are the viewers? Yeah, how's chat going? Hey, how's chat doing? Let's, let's go to the people. Let's look at chat real quick. Oh, let's man. go chat. No one's watching this. Right, there's no one we're here. We're pre-recording. This is the pre-tape call-in show. So if you you're watching actually, now, this is on, for... This if is you're watching YouTube people. and you want to call in and talk about Darksiders. We already did that episode. Now we're on the new game so that when you call and <laughs> talk about that. Have you ever seen that sketch from um, Mr. Show? Oh, man, it's been years. That is my favorite Mr. Show. Like everyone always talks about the audition. Mm -hmm. You know, the one where he's auditioning and he doesn't know when to stop. Yeah. But to me, the pre-taped call in show. Best Mr. <laughs> show sketch of all time um like uh hey. we do uh like the premiere thing on youtube so whenever a new episode comes World out it tells you wait 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 hold on hold on <laughs> this is what by the way we did our trophy uh, three episode the jeff Keeley three you know what they were missing this voice world premiere where was Played that first on xbox game pass <laughs> world premiere they, they didn't have that voice world world premiere they gotta have the lady voice and the guy voice exclusive they should just get the, was the halo voice actor to do it like world premiere. actually yeah you know what yes and everyone should use him everybody even playstation just yeah. use the the fucking the, i don't like halo anymore but the halo guy rules yeah, shouts the out halo the halo guy the best. who's the halo guy shout him oh, out man i don't remember um, he's older old man halo welcome to this episode we did usually it's every other week we do an episode we did an episode last week where we summed up the announcements from the jeff Keeley summer game fest here's a let, let me do a quick refresher trash uh <laughs> but since then i know we we have other things that we normally do we need to get into we got like i bought video games you played some stuff i played some of i really want to quickly there were a couple more uh like really just two that I know of that mattered. There were two more announcement shows for games that I thought we would talk about really quick. Yeah. Uh, 
if you have if you want to do that and one of them and now you're going to say ryan why are you talking about this and it was the <laughs> xbox and bethesda one and i'll tell you why because a they announced things that were third party and b they shit the bed and i want to fucking rub well, it in their I, face they, they shit the bed at the end but like it was a great show like i was out to i was having a lunch with my mom and grandma mm. and I had like I had my phone open. You have, and a just, cool, like, on you have a cool name for your grandma. I call on my dad's side. I call my grandma Tita. Oh, uh, Gigi. That's a good one. Yeah. Uh, so uh, my mom and Gigi, we were out having lunch. <laughs> Thank uh, you, Gigi, for listening. Thank you, Gigi. And I had the Xbox showcase pulled up just on silent. I was just kind of glancing over at it. And everything they they kept showing like it was like new game, new game, new game. And I was like, wow this feels like E3, like this feels like a show. So um, I went back and I watched probably like the the last half of it with sound, but like the first half, like I, I feel like you don't really need any sound. They didn't really talk about the games too much until the end. Yeah. Um, but hey, I mean, there was a lot of stuff that I'm interested in. I like, I don't know if we want to like just go through it or just kind of pick can, out the things. We can go through it if, we can go through it if you want. I have some stuff written down. Tell you what, one, let me go over the stuff I've written down, then you can go over the stuff you care about, and if we missed anything, it probably didn't matter. Yeah, go for it. So um, the first thing I want to say, Xbox, up their own ass at the beginning, because <laughs> the first thing they say is, and we're ending the show with the most anticipated game in the last 20 years. So oh, I, I, no. they're, they're saying that Starfield has been anticipated since 2002. That's so since crazy. I was in... I'm there. It's me. It's Ryan in 2002, just finishing uh, junior year. Uh, you know, let's say it's the summer, about to go into the senior year of high school. And I'm thinking these games that I'm playing now. What video games came out in 2002? Well, Hold I mean, on. you could just ignore all of that and just say, hey, 2004 was one of the greatest years in gaming ever. Yeah, but, but 20, 20 years else. ago, they're saying 20 years ago when yeah. I'm playing Super Mario Sunshine and Metroid Prime and Eternal Darkness, I'm going, this Xbox, fuck this. I can't wait till <laughs> Bethesda is bought by Xbox and then makes two more systems and then makes a game that's the clone of a game that hasn't even come out yet. So yeah. Xbox, <laughs> up their own ass. Here are the games that I saw that I cared about because these will probably be coming to other systems. Yeah. Oh, one of these, though, not on the Xbox thing. It was on that Day of the Dev thing I ended up watching later. I do mm -hmm. want to say there's a game coming out soon called Escape Academy, which is like basically just an escape room puzzle game. Oh, yeah. I saw that. I meant to send that to you and be like, oh, dude, this is like right up your alley. Yeah, I'm going to. That game's coming out to everything. I'm getting that on PlayStation. I fucking love escape rooms. Anyway, so they announced uh, Justin Roiland's making a game called High on Life where it's like it's a shooter and your guns are alive and gross. I like his gross style. I'd like to see more. That's what I would say. It's like, I'm not hyped. I just, I'd like to see more. I feel like he's announced uh, like four games and none of them have come out. So we'll see. That's not true. They've really? all come out. Yeah. The Accounting came out. Uh, Trover Saves the Universe came out. Rick and Morty came out. Uh, see, I, those slip under my radar so much that like, I guess that's just how little I care about. And you know what's <laughs> hilarious? I have the Platinums in all of them. Because I, I swear there was something like in the last year or two that I was like, oh, yeah, that'd be like it was like a VR thing. But I guess maybe you said, that's why I you just notice. said like five times within the span of two seconds. Oh, my bad. <laughs> hey, look, uh, my English isn't too good. I, uh, you're, in, what? you're American. Well, OK, but here's the catch is that I didn't speak English for three years straight. So, <laughs> OK, like, how old are you? How old are you? Uh, oh, no. Thirty two. Okay, right? so yeah, 32, 32 minus 3 is 29. You've been yeah. speaking English for 29 years, but, and you're saying that look, less than 
10% of that means that your English is all bad now? Yeah, because here's the thing is like, yeah. just go the next three years like without one. speaking English. No, I speak English. I'm American. <laughs> and Actually, then, and then the when you come back, I speak English because I mean, I'm, you know what I'm trying to say. I'm not yeah, trying to yeah, yeah, yeah. But fucking, like when you, when you come back to that, you're just like messed up. Like it just doesn't work anymore. <laughs> so. Whatever. Anyway, they showed uh, a little bit of uh, Plague Tale 2. I like the Plague Tale. I'll play that. Yeah, I heard the first one was good. Um, but... Not that I give a shit. I thought this was a huge announcement. They uh, Xbox is teamed with Riot, and if you have Game Pass, yeah. you just get everything for free. Like all of their League of Legends characters, all their other games. That's kind of huge because they make a lot of their money off selling cosmetics and heroes. And now they're just saying, it's like, yeah, just be in Game Pass and you get all the heroes for free. That's kind of a giant announcement that I feel like nobody yeah. really. I, and I, I don't even like, I don't give a shit about any of their games. But like, I still feel like that should have gotten some more like play, right? Right. Riot's kind of on my shit list a little bit, but I really like Valorant. I think that game is really good, and I want to play it more. Fuck Valorant. But no, that game's great. Uh, so, no, I I went to Walmart and they had uh-huh. a new flavor of Mountain Dew called Baja Gold, and it's pineapple Mountain Dew, and it rules. What does that have to do with Valorant? Nothing. I just wanted you to stop talking about Valorant. Next was some HR Geiger ass looking game called Scorn. I don't know anything about it. I'd like to see more. Uh-huh. Uh, then there was some um, Metroidvania HP Lovecraft game called something Flintlock. Yeah. No, no, no. That was the Benedict Fox game. What was Flintlock? Uh, I don't remember. Who gives a shit? Here's the game. Oh, of- like, uh, isn't that more like a survival game or something like that? I don't remember. Here's other than the big thing I'll say at the end. The, the game that they showed that was the most like, I want to fucking play this right now. Please come to PlayStation was a game called Lightyear Frontier, which is a space yes. mech farming game. I saw that. That was the last game I was able to see uh, when I was watching it. And I really, really liked it. I, I really it was, want it. I'm, I'm so excited it was, for it. It was really funny. I was watching that live uh, on a stream and I, the minute I saw like a dude fall into space, I was like, oh, fucking mech game. Who gives a shit? And then the mech looked like a tractor and shot seeds. And immediately I 180 and went fucking. Yeah. <laughs> so I hope that game comes out. Yeah. Uh, Benedict Fox. I don't, that I think was the other game. There was a game called Cocoon. What was Cocoon? I don't know. I just wrote down names. I'm now realizing they can't be that good because I can't remember any of these. Yeah, it's not even on this list of like uh, trailers and stuff for. Uh, oh, here it is. It. Oh, this is a weird looking game. What is it? Um, looks like a desert. Uh, Bugman falls out. Oh, it's like a, a like a isometric puzzle platformer kind oh, of. Oh yeah, the, that was that's the one where. You keep going into orbs and it's puzzles. And it's like, do you remember in Men in Black where there's there's the galaxy on Orion's belt, the little kitty cat's belt? It's like that, but a puzzle game where you keep going into orbs and it's a new world inside. And then you go like there's layers. This Uh, this actually does look kind of cool. Yeah. There was a game that Frank was freaking out about called Woe Long, which basically looks like Dynasty Warriors Dark Souls or not Dark Souls. um, What's, you know, Yakuza Dead Souls. It's like Dynasty Warriors Dead Souls. Where it looks like they made a horror Dynasty Warrior. 
Oh, that's kind and of apparently cool. the enemy is somebody named Lu Bu, and everyone knew who Lu Bu yeah, was, and L- I didn't. Lu Bu is just this like one warrior that he's like a bad guy that is in every game. He's just a pain. In, yeah. Like he's one of the tough fights. Every, he's every he's in this game, so it has something to do with Dynasty Warriors. Mm-hmm. Uh, then they announced, "Hey, guess what's coming to Game Pass, everybody? Persona Three Portable, Persona Four Golden, and Persona Five Royal coming out with the first game." is in October, we're getting Persona 5 Royal on Game Pass. And everybody sent me a message, ha, 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 look at you, dumb Ryan. Eh, they put it on Xbox. You're not going to play it. Eh. And then 24 hours later, Atlas is like, yeah, they're on PlayStation 5 too. So if you send me one of those messages thinking you were funny because ha, ha, Xbox, <clears throat> fuck you. You lose. <laughs> I win. This means, A, I get to platinum PS5, uh, P, PS5, Persona 5 Royal on PS5 again. That'll be my fourth persona five uh platinum i'll get to platinum persona four golden again and then i'll get to play persona three uh on the ps5 now it is persona three portable and not persona three fests which means it's the kind of the shittier version but that's fine really I'll get a persona three royal uh persona I, three platinum and i'm excited i've always heard that the uh the portable was the the better one or at least from my friends that like uh, they I've cut a, a lot of a shit big out of the portable. Of the portable they cut they cut some shit out of the portable one. Fest is the one with like the epilogue. It doesn't have the okay. epilogue. Gotcha. That makes um, sense. Then. Also, and then the big thing is they showed like twelve minutes of Starfield. I yeah. can't believe they put all of this, and all Starfield looks like is a shitty No Man's Sky. It really does. It looks like it really I, I, I think I tweeted out the most. The most anticipated game of the last 20 years is a generic space shooter. No, no Man's Skyrim is what I kept seeing. No Man's Skyrim is good. Uh, I was really sad when Bethesda was bought by Xbox because I was going to be like, well, I really do like Fallout. They they make some fun things and now I'll be able to play them on PlayStation. And then I saw Starfield and went, oh, you know what? I'm fine with it. Yeah, I... I don't know. Whenever they're just like, hey, there's a thousand planets you could visit. I was like, this is going to be the most boring. The minute they went, there are a thousand planets that you can go to all over the place. It's like 98% of that is going to be barren wasteland. Just meant for procedurally generated uh, farming of minerals or something. Uh, Good luck. There's a a thousand planets and there's 10 bobbleheads you have to find. Good luck. (laughs) Um, yeah, I'm not Fuck. looking forward to that. Yeah, game at so all. Xbox can suck one. Was there any games that I didn't mention that you're like, oh, I thought yeah. that looked cool? Um, the Minecraft Legends, I think it was. Yeah, Minecraft. Oh, they're Legends. making a Minecraft RTS. Yeah, again, I'm doing remember, a, I'm doing I was a just talking off. about that. I'm doing a jerk off motion over here. <laughs> like I was just saying, I want a new R- RTS. I feel like there's nothing in that genre right now. And it's like, hey, we're, we're getting the Frost Giant one and now we're also getting a mine i'm i'm very that frost giant one is totally free to play though yeah so that one's that. that one might be bad oh. this one could be bad too because i i forgot something on my list but you go ahead sorry I, go ahead i feel like minecraft can burn you a little bit because everything that they try to spin off into like they did that uh diablo one that or diablo-esque game but it it didn't play very well it didn't randomly like all the, talking about the minecraft heroes or whatever uh my, i think it was dungeons dungeons yeah I, I played a little bit of it but it was so boring that i just couldn't get into it i, I really heard it wish was pretty, it could have been it was so pretty much boring but hey speaking of diablo mm-hmm. they announced diablo 4 is an mmo that's so stupid <laughs> it's like it's not an mmo but it's online and there's a hub world so it's like 
It's an online persistent games as service Diablo. Yeah. Where everyone's on at the same time. Because they said, like, if you kill a bunch of characters, then you'll become uh, a target for other players. I don't I don't want that. Yeah, nobody wants that. Nobody wants that. Yeah. Uh, Diablo 4 is coming to PlayStation, though, so we'll see about it. Uh, was, there, was there anything else? I just can't put my money into Blizzard at all. So uh, they got rid of all the bad people. No, because the fucking the head dude's still there. Like they he, can't fire him until uh, until the transition. They, until the transition, because yeah. then they would get uh, hit with what insider, not insider trading. What's it called? Like uh, meddling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Other than that, um, I'm really excited for the Forza Five uh, expansion. Oh, the Hot yeah, they showed, they showed the Hot Wheels Forza. Yeah, I think be we, cool. Once again, we've talked when we did our year of the best of the year when you're talking about Forza. It's like it's a racing game. It's yeah, but I, it, cars it, will be good. It's such a good just turn your brain off and play game. Uh, mm. I, I I highly recommend that mm. game. It's super super fun. Don't play it. Uh, other than that. Play yeah. Mario Kart instead. No, uh, Mario Kart yeah, fucking was, sucks. Was there anything else? No. The, look, there's a better. Said, what? Yeah, Mario Kart sucks because it has rubber banding mechanics. It has no, it also uh, instant win mechanics. You're you're, you're it's dumb so person. stupid. It's no, there's no Mario skill Kart, in Mario oh. Kart at all. So now, Mario Kart's a game of skill. I fucking love Mario it Kart. Is you know, not it's a better game of Sonic, skill. Sonic, Mario Party All Stars Racing Transform. Bullshit. Are you gonna sit Such there and tell me? Oh, me. I'm gonna play some game with Danica Patrick instead of talking yes. about that game no, is infinitely better than almost any Mario Kart. I should have realized before you were talking shit on this game. We're gonna talk about. Should realize. Oh, that's right. Uh, you uh, you only like, like things games. that are bad. Um, <laughs> hey, is somebody, there anything, has somebody out there got to represent? Anything else we're games? talking about? Uh, not in this conference okay. at all. I honestly, I watched the other one. The uh, was it future oh, the future game show? Oh, Capcom. Oh, yeah. Well, Cap- which one did you? I'm sorry. Which one did you watch? The future game show. I don't know what that is. Yeah, I can't remember a single game that was announced in it. Okay. So. <laughs> Cap- Capcom was really interesting. I can sum Capcom I, up very simply. It was 30 minutes long. 10 of that was Monster Hunter, who gives a shit. 10 of that was uh, bullshit that doesn't matter, and then the rest was uh, Resident Evil, and that's the part that mattered. But man, what is it with... Maybe this is just a Japanese industry thing, but what mm-hmm. is it with Capcom showing you a trailer that very clearly shows something, and then showing it again with a man over it saying... Here's what's happening. They did that with Monster Hunter. They'd like show a guy fighting this monster and they'd say, and in this one, you can fight this monster. Or with the fucking Resident Evil shit, they showed that Shadow of Rose. Mm-hmm. It, it had voice acting. You knew what was going on. And then a guy said, and this is character Rose. And Rose will go through a journey. And you will use her powers to see what you will do. While they played the same exact footage they just showed. Is that a Japanese yes. business thing? It's stupid. Yeah, it's it's definitely Nintendo does it all the time yes. too. Of just like, I've seen it. Yeah. Shut up, move it's, on. It's it's very much that. It's just a way to present everything, and then because in Japanese, it's you want to define it and let everyone know that this is exactly what you're getting into. Well, There's tell no you what, do that for the Japanese audience, but for the American audience, we get it. Move on. Uh, yeah, in which I would say uh, Capcom really doesn't need to to do a show by themselves. It's just a waste uh, of time. <laughs> no, I disagree. I thought all of the shit they showed about Look, uh, Resident Capcom Evil comes was with something awesome. new. I just they, don't oh, care. dude, uh, Resident Evil showed off. I mean, what they showed of Resident Evil Four was literally what they already showed on the Sony thing. So who cares? But the announcement of the Village cool. DLC yeah. and then two, three, and seven going up for PS Five last yeah. night. Well, 
Sorry, it's Friday. We have to remember it's Friday. Yeah. Going up Monday night was dope. I started playing RE7 on PS5, and it looks grosser in the best way possible. <laughs> My, I'm just so tired of capcom being like oh we've got a showcase for you and it's like cool 30 minutes of stuff cool all right and then it's just hey here's a 10 minute presentation on monster hunter do, do you like monster hunter no oh okay well move on uh, and then it's like hey here's street fighter bet you guys didn't think we were making another one of these and then hey did you know we have resident evil at the point of doing call of duty now it's it's a yearly franchise that comes out every single year get ready for it and i'm just what you, so what are, you, what are you talking about it's yeah. not a yearly friend no no they put out dlc that they promised last year they got delayed yeah okay well if the pandemic there's no new resident evil sl- coming out not this i guess not this year this is the one yeah. year because we had resident evil 3 and then resident evil 8 and then yes we are getting a one year respite although they're just re-putting out eight with a bunch more stuff and then we're getting four no, they're not putting out eight with a bunch year. more stuff they made the dlc they finally promised to make how right. is that the gold edition that comes with like the third person mode and stuff like that that's just the DLC. They're just selling a copy with the DLC. That's all they're doing. Oh, okay. Every game does Still, that. It's it. I'm no, just kind of I fatigued, think, I guess. I think you shouldn't be. Go go like three years without a game and then put one out. That's like nah, bullshit. I want to play Resident Evil all the time. <laughs> You're <laughs> just mad. They only make one Final Fantasy game every 17 years. No, don't put words in my mouth. Um, <laughs> Like I'm. I'm just very fatigued on the same French again, but th- then again, as you pointed out, Final Fantasy, I do like that they don't just put out games every single year. They give you something and then you get to digest it. And then a few years later, they'll maybe make another one. Like we haven't had a Final Fantasy mainline since 15, which came out in what? 2015, 2016. Yeah, well, I mean, they put out the remake. They did just slap the Final Fantasy name on a bunch of phone games too. Yeah, but uh, well, honestly, First Soldier is a fun battle royale. I really wish it were on PC, but I get it. There have been a bunch of smaller things, but I'm okay with like smaller is fine, especially in a mobile context because mobile is what runs nowadays. But even same with like Sonic. Feel like the last Sonic game. Sonic was 2016. I want to say 2017 that the last Sonic came out, which is tight because it's even though Frontiers is totally gonna suck ass. At least it it's given me time away from the series to enjoy other things because with resident evil it's like yes i've I played two i played three seven and eight and it's like we're really going back to the well for four right now i'm, I'm kind of like i'm more excited for shadows of rose because it's like that's something new different i'm excited for that it's, it's dlc too it's going to be more bite-sized but I could care less about a four remake at this point. You I really wish they would have given it another mi- year or so. You're in the, minority. I'm in the minority. But even with Street Fighter, it's like, I, and I understand Street Fighter Five has been out for a long time, so it makes sense to do Street Fighter Six now. I would. They've got other fighting, um, you None know, that IPs. Sell. None I, that sell. You, you are absolutely right about that. But it's like I, I just kind of wish we had something more. Capcom I, I think, has so many other IPs that they just yeah. don't touch give me a new Mega Man game like, no they don't make Mega money Man? give me a new they don't make money give me a new uh okami give me new. they don't make money uh anything like <laughs> I, I, I think you're coming from this from a you are true you're correct they have all this stuff but in the last couple of years it's very simple 
Ever since PlayStation said we're only in it for the hits, every Japanese company is like that, minus Nintendo, because Nintendo's always going to have that little bit of weird, which is why I respect them. Mm-hmm. But it's real simple. Capcom, uh, Sega, uh, Atle- well, no, uh, uh, Konami, well, barely Konami, but Square Enix, they're all in it for whatever is big and makes money. They right. only care about the big hits. Yeah. So if you want another Mega Man, somehow make Mega Man a billion dollar franchise. Yeah, nobody was no kids want to play Mega Man. Yeah, That's which is, is so unfortunate because they could do something. It's new really not. I, n- I never I always thought Mega Man kind of played like shit. No, I love Mega Man games like yeah. they're, I don't they're, know. They're, they're cheap. They're cheap. No, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I just, I, I'm a little fatigued from some series at this point. So. I am. And uh I usually would always say I'm never like that. The only time that's ever been true is I'm ready for Far Cry to take a break and come back. But like, yeah, it's nah. stuff like that. Are you kidding me? I, you're looking at like this. I think the other reason that I'm okay with it and you're not is you're looking at like, oh, they're just remaking four, and I'm over here being like, they're putting four with a platinum trophy out, and it's not going <laughs> to be this bullshit non-platinum shit. Right. And I love it. Do you know how excited I, I'm? I've been replaying seven. I'm going to replay two. I am going to auto pop the trophies for three because I don't think Resident Evil three remake is a very good video game. But it's like it's I, those games I get to play. I get to do the checklist again. I love yeah. the checklist. I know you do. Um, like I'm excited for you. I'm excited for the people that are excited for RE four. I just could care less. I, I yeah. really could. Like same with Monster Hunter. I it, it's I I've oh who, I don't give a shit about cares? Monster Hunter. But like the, hey, but wait wait stop right there. I don't give a shit about Monster Hunter, but there are people who are hardcore fucking Monster Hunter fans that you know when that was happening were like, oh, I'm going to jerk off so hard to this right now. So who cares? Those people. People care. Just because you're not... I I think it's weird. We've become accustomed that... I I do this all the time, too. Mm -hmm. I feel like, oh, I'm... If it's... I should be the target audience for everything. If you're not making things for me, what's the point? And I have to realize... Not everything can be for everybody. I totally get that. I guess my question also, more... Also, Monster Hunter makes a trillion dollars. True. Uh, my, my question more is, when does the fatigue set in for the players that do like it? Because uh, similarly, I'm a huge fan of Pokemon, but those games have hit the fatigue point where they just come out yearly now, and I could just care less about Pokemon. And see, when and when if Pokemon Scarlet and Violet don't make a billion dollars, then, Pokemon, then uh, Nintendo will go, okay, let's pump the brakes. You know when the fatigue will come? When they stop making a trillion dollars. So when Monster Hunter... <laughs> so never. <laughs> making... Not, yeah, so never. So deal yeah. with it because money rules. Yeah. Um, I, I'm just looking for some new experiences. Well, then what have you been playing? Let's talk about your new experiences. What have you been playing? <laughs> okay, man. <laughs> okay. Tetris. <laughs> off. Everything you just said, flush it down the toilet. I, I've been playing Tetris Effect just because I like the music and it's just kind of been a nice turn your brain off game. Uh, um, you want to no, talk about I, fatigue? I don't give a shit about Tetris anymore. That, that's the thing too. It's like Tetris I, I didn't care about until they put in like the EDM uh, <sighs> trippy effect stuff. Yeah, I, I think it's a really beautiful game and I don't know. Oh, something just no one saying nothing but great things it. about I've no, I haven't heard anything but good things about Tetris. I just don't need to play Tetris. That's fair, but uh, <laughs> I'm glad that there's Tetris for you. Yeah, even so, yeah, Tetris fatigue has set in for Ryan, but Chris has Tetris. Yeah, because where I mean, the Resident Evil fatigue so is set in for Chris, but Ryan has endless Resident Evils. Yo, I've been playing Vampire Survivor. 
Ah, that game looks fucking rad, and I needed to come out on PlayStation. Hey, it would have been the perfect $3. Vita game. Oh, it totally would have been. But yeah, I've, I'm fucking into that game. That game fucking rules. I watch a lot of Dan oh. Reichert playing uh, Vampire Survivor, and every time I see it, it's like, oh, this game looks like it's fucking rad. It's so good, too, because I feel that it's a a very good base that they could just keep adding just as yeah. much shit as it's they still wanted an to. Early con- it's totally it's still an early access, right? Yeah, it's a it's yeah, an early access great. game. It's on Game Pass. Uh, granted, it's three bucks. Just go PC. Yeah, just go bucks. buy it. Just probably just it's go buy really it. not going to hurt your wallet. I probably, probably should just go buy it and try it out. Just really, you should because you will spend. I've I've probably put like 20, 30 hours into that See, game. See, but that's already. twenty or thirty hours I could be spending on platinum trophies. Yeah, and that's what this all comes down to. When everybody's just like, "You're not going to play this game," it's like there, there's only so many. Fu- when I was a kid, the problem was money. I could only play mm-hmm. games that I could afford. Now the problem is time. I can afford any game I want, but I've only got so much time, and I want to spend that time making the numbers go up. Yeah, I I get that. And I'm playing a lot of good games. Well, that's not true. I haven't been playing a lot of good games recently, <laughs> but. I yeah, I just kind of hit. I think I just hit fatigue with games in general lately. That doesn't do well when you have a video game podcast, Chris. It's really not. It's like I'm really hoping that something. It is the summer. It it is. It's the summer. We all go through this because it's the drought, and so you start playing games for your backlog, and it's like, oh, maybe this game wasn't as good as I thought it was. And I would say that you're like looking at my trophy data around this time is usually. Uh, there's usually a dip because I want to go do things outside. I want to go spend time with other people. I want to. So it's like, I totally get it. Yeah. Uh, it makes sense. And when games start coming out, I think you'll be revitalized. But right now we're just in the dip. Yeah, we're in. The, and that's where I'm kind of again. Yeah, I'm looking at my backlog. I'm I'm really kind of wanting to play some retro games right now. Oh, so. hey, you want to talk about retro games? Yeah. What, what? Uh, I bought. So there was a I guess every couple months there's a, a group in my town of people who like video games that get together and they like sell and swap. And I came out with a, a pretty good amount of video games that were retro. Plus a couple of new ones that I bought uh, through some recommendations. Should I talk about uh, what are we calling this subject again? Uh, I think it's Ryan's magical bag. Of Don't say the words magical fucking bag. <laughs> Ryan's cool collection. All right. I want to start. First of all, got three new games for the vita that i don't these all look very japanese so i'm excited one is a visual novel that i you know i can do an hour called period cube shackles of amadeus pretty okay. sure that's an otome game where you're a girl dating boys I've uh, one game heard that, that i've heard really i uh, probably not one game that i've heard a lot about that is apparently super fun have you ever heard of conception 2 children of the seven stars yes i have heard of that game where you like make star babies so i got that and then i bought this uh because i heard it was kind of rare i've never played any of the tales games okay uh i got tales of hearts r for the vita huh i is that, a good that one? one i've totally missed on uh okay. i really like tales of symphonia and uh i played a little bit of uh, speaking of speaking of tales also because Thanks to our good friend Jared Tharbon, there was a sale. I bought Tales of Arise for PS4 because it was I've only like that's 20 bucks. Really good. I've heard that one's good. Also, uh, on a challenge from one of my friends when we were talking about shitty video games, I did buy Snoopy's Grand Adventure uh, <laughs> be based on the Peanuts movie. So I will get the platinum in that. Oh, Fuck you, yeah. Matt Bruce. Uh, on the PS3, picked up a couple games from our friends at uh, uh, Pink Gorilla Games because they did a sale and these were cheap. I got Saints Row, Gather the Hell, and PS3 which I've never played. I played the PS4 one for like an hour and I didn't like it, but I just wanted it for the collection because it was like $3. Yeah. I got Cabela's Survival, Shadows of Katmai, uh, which I think is a Cabela game about surviving in the snow on uh, 
Mount Everest? I don't know. It's cool. I bought Portal 2. I can't get the Platinum in Portal 2, but fuck it. I just want to play Portal 2 again. Even if I don't get all the trophies, I think I'm going to play Portal 2 just to play it and not worry about shit. Why doesn't why can't you get the platinum in it? There are two trophies for the multiplayer that are still tied to the Steam integration, which has been taken out. Oh, weird! That's so you can't ever get them. And then Mascar, Mad- Madagascar Three, the video game. Yeah, I remember watching you buy that game. Yep. I was like, why are you doing? Uh, this? Hey, also, I bought a PS2 game that I was told. So one of the dudes down at the local game store that I go to was like, "You got to try this game because it is basically a." ocarina of time ripoff that you've never probably played so i did buy a copy of neopets the darkest fairy what <laughs> apparently it's like ocarina i'm gonna play that on ps2 tell me how uh, that is we have a friend for, that's very into neopets and they'd probably enjoy it <laughs> for the uh i did a little trading and i got three new gamecube games oh right right on uh mario party 6 mario party 7 and then a game i've heard a lot about but i've never played called batten kaidos Yo, I want to play that so bad. Uh, apparently, it's a card-based yeah. RPG game. So, And then two new boxed games for the N64. Oh, shit. I got my copy of Ocarina. I got a yeah. boxed copy of Ocarina. And then I bought this. It was cheap. It was only like 30 bucks, but I bought it for the cover alone because I already owned the game, so I just traded in the game to get some money off of it. I got Star Wars Episode One Racer because the the box is just a black box with the logo on it and then a, a shadowy version of Watto behind it. So <laughs> got to put that next to my Watto figure. Oh, no. I, lo- I love Watto. It's Watto Wednesday. Well, it's I not. can't wait for the Disney Plus Tuesday series. Oh, yeah. Watto's a- <laughs> Listen, there's something really funny to me about liking the worst Star Wars characters. That's why the best <laughs> Star Wars characters are Watto and Lobot. Oh, no. <laughs> Yo, it, the best one's Obi-Wan, and we all know it. We all agree on this. No. Yeah. No. The best, actual best character in all of Star Wars? Yeah. Is the Mandalorian. Yeah, he's really good. He's super cool. I like Cowboy. Or that or Cobb Vanth, just because I like Cowboys. <laughs> um, speaking of video games, I've really only been playing one video game this this uh, two weeks. Mm-hmm. I have gotten 25 new platinum trophies, but they've all been junk. And honestly, I haven't gotten a new platinum trophy uh, since uh, last Wednesday. Damn. I've just been putting time into the game that we're going to talk about next time. Uh, and I I think it's because I want to get this done for the next episode, and I've been kind of white-knuckling it. And you know what it's done? It's done kind of good. I kind of am like, why play these shitty games anymore? Oh, are we back to this? Are so we, are we I reversing again. I think I definitely will still probably play the one dollar cheesy games because they're <laughs> quick and like yes. I'm saving a couple of them. But like the idea, once again, the idea of like the it's two dollars, but it's eight hours. I mm. might be able with that being said, PlayStation Plus premium is now out. I have signed up. So once I'm done with this game that we're going to talk about at the end and then also some other stuff, I do want to dig in and get like the ape escape. I want to play fucking wild arms. Like I'm going to definitely go through and there's some shitty games in there that are, they'll be free. So it's like, you know, I might play some artifacts, Monday games. I might play some of these visual novels that they have in there, but I'm excited to dig into that. I have a question about that. Actually about the, uh, PlayStation the plus. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah go ahead. Can I view everything in those collections without paying for it already? Like, I don't it, is know. There just a I screen for that. I I know there's. Um, I think maybe. I don't know. I went to it and the first thing I looked is how to upgrade, and it was just like, "Hey, your 
it'll update at your yearly time, which they even showed was like, you have 222 days left on your current account. We will prorate you the cost. And then next year you have to pay the normal cost. And they just said it'll be 30. I think it was $38 and 68, six cents. Mm-hmm. And you'll have all the benefits until for the next 222 days until the beginning of your next cycle, where it'll cost 120 instead of 60. And I was like, Oh, that's really cool of them to yeah, prorate that's... it and do all that. So, and it was like, calculated to the day and then as soon as i did you can go in and you can just look at everything it's all in alphabetical order i don't know if you can look at it beforehand though but i also know there are so many like sites now that it's open that have put out lists also they announced like they've promised like the there will be new games added monthly Mm -hmm. so i'm hoping i know that they said that games that they make aren't going to come to it because they will devalue them which is fine i still want to be able to buy games but like they said strays coming out on that the, you know when it comes out so i have a feeling that i really hope that they're going to start doing like game pass and like making third party deals where it's like sure we don't want god of war ragnarok coming to this thing because sure. we want you to buy it but maybe some of this indie shit maybe you know high on life or a plague tale 2 or like your frontier that they were talking about on the xbox thing will also come to ps plus yeah, I feel that. which would be that, dope. That would be smart. Yeah, I'm. I don't need to buy everything. I just want to buy the big things and have them. Yeah, um, I just want to see the list before I commit to it. Anyway, twenty five new platinum since last episode. None of them good. Succubus five on PS4 and PS5 NA only. ZJ the Ball Challenge level three C EU. ZJ the Ball level four. ZJ the Ball level five. I'm not going to list them all, but all 10 of the EU Zippy the Circle Platinums. <laughs> uh, basketball Breakthrough Gaming Arcade on uh, EU NNA. And then all eight of the Jumping Fries Platinums for both Jumping Fries and Jumping Fries Turbo and EU NA. I might also be done. So these Jumping, the Jumping Taco, the Jumping whatever. They put out this game called the Jumping Fries. It was $1.50 like the rest of them. Then they put out one called the Jumping Fries Turbo. But that one was $3. Ooh. And now I'm like, okay, are you starting to realize that people are buying these and seeing if you can increase the price? And it's like, for a dollar I was in, for $3 I might be out. Yeah, that's probably a smart uh, I also played a little bit of Resident Evil 7 Biohazard last night, and I tried... It was very funny trying to play that game, having the muscle memory for the speed run, going in on a fresh run and being like, oh, that's right, I don't have the weapons and the whatever to get through this. It's like, I actually have to scrounge. And then as soon as I did one thing that was out of my normal path, I immediately like, where the fuck am I supposed to go right now? Like it killed my muscle memory. It was very funny. Uh, And then I put like 40 hours into a specific game that we'll talk about after we talk about today's game. Yes. I'm very excited to talk about that one. I'm not, Uh, (laughs) but that's been, is there anything else we want to talk about before we get into the game for this episode? Um, I feel like we're good. I'm so excited. Okay. All jokes aside, I'm very excited to talk about this because this is one of my favorite games from the PS3 era. Hmm. Um, I've played this game three times for, because I played it originally on Xbox, got all the achievements then played it again on PS3, then played it again on PS4. And we're talking about dark siders, dark siders to give a little, uh, like history is a game made by the old THQ before they shut down. Uh, specifically, Oh, what was the name of that? Oh, hold on. Cut this part out. Darksiders was made by Vigil Games, which was founded by the main artist, uh, Joe Maduera, Joe Mad, and also the lead developer, uh, David Adams. And uh, they only made two games. They made Darksiders and Darksiders 2, and then THQ went out of business. Uh, but they, they made what I thought was 
one of the best THQ games next to Saints Row. And there's this game called Darksiders, which is a 3D. The best way I can explain it is that it's a 3D Zelda with God of War mechanics and my type of story, which is I love the post-apocalyptic, especially like four horsemen shit of like what happens when the world ends. Right. And I'm excited to talk about it. You did what? Go ahead. I think that your uh, comparison to the Zelda style of gameplay is very um, accurate. And the one thing that this game taught me is that I don't like 3D Zelda games. Wow. I'm going to say a phrase now that I've been preparing because I know it to be true. Darksiders is a better Zelda than Breath of the Wild. No. Yep. This is everything I want in a game. It is set levels with dungeons and you get new items and you go to a place and you open up more things and it's got a path and a great story and I really like the gameplay. I'm going to talk about the story of this game now. Yeah, knock out the story because I can I can go on about gameplay. Oh, and we're gonna. <laughs> but okay, so the story of this game is really simple. Like, first of all, they set up. So in this universe, you know, we're doing he- heaven and hell are at war forever, you know, since the beginning of time. Right. And then mm-hmm. they're like, oh, we need to uh, we need to uh, make this have a council. We need to have a mediator council called the chart council who are like the neutral. If, if heaven is all good and hell is all evil, we need neutrality. And so. Uh, they have the Chard Council who make the the four horsemen of the apocalypse are actually supposed to be like they're not on hell side or heaven side. They're like uh, uh, heaven cops, heaven and hell cops. You know what I mean? They're there to stop heaven and hell from having uh, this fight because in this world, it's not that like he, he, the planet was already there. It's just like heaven and hell existed, and all of a sudden, hey, what's that over there? Oh, what are humans? They just showed up, oh, and no. so. I know, it's really weird. So they're like, well, we can't have the big war until the humans are ready to fight it. It's sort of like some like uh, Star Trek first contact shit where it's like, we can't let them know about us because they're not powerful enough yet. And then they'll have something to do with the end of this. Uh, whatever. I do also want to say, I'm gonna when I announce characters, I'm going to say who voiced them because this game has a banging voice cast that you wouldn't fucking uh, believe. But... So they're, they're like, okay, four horsemen, you go to sleep because you don't need to fight and heaven and hell can't fight each other until the humans are there. And then all of a sudden, one day, war just wakes up on Earth. War is voiced by Liam O'Brien, who you might know from Critical Role and also is like in a billion different anime. Oh, okay. Well, he's I don't watch the, fucking he does Ga- English he, anime. He's, he's, so. the, okay, he's the voice of Gara. Gara uh, from... From Naruto. Oh, is, I don't watch Naruto. Oh, uh, what do you watch that he would have known him from? He's in a shitload of shit. Right on. Uh, he, he was he was Osura in <laughs> Osura's Wrath. Did you play that? Yo, no, but I really want to play that game. Let's play. Did you play? <laughs> did you play? I own it. It's not a not a cheap game. Uh, did you play Final Fantasy thirteen two and three? No. You never played Final Fantasy thirteen? I played thirteen, but not two and three. Oh, fine. He's in a bunch of shit. Anyway, he's playing war and war is like, why am I on Earth? The And the apocalypse is starting and all of a sudden there's big demons and everyone's just dying around him. And um, all the, he's like, why am I awake? And the angels are like, what the fuck did you do, war? Uh, the By the way, the uh, big, an- like the top angel named Abaddon, Troy Baker. 
Yep. So we already have, this is made in like, I want to say this game was made in like 2010, I think it's 2009. Yeah. 2010. So this is like the, this is like the heyday of Troy Baker. Uh, this game, you know, I'm just going to go through it. J- Troy Baker is also a couple other voices. Mark Hamill's in this game. Uh, Phil Lamar is in this game who Phil Lamar, I can't believe went from MTV or mad TV to being like the fucking V voice actor for American stuff. <laughs> uh, Somebody named there was somebody. This name sounds familiar. Who is this? Oh yeah, she was in a bunch of stuff. Uh, but do you know the name Moon Bloodgood? No. She's in like Terminator Salvation, and she was in that Street Fighter Legend of Chun Li movie. She wasn't Chun Li. She was like Chun Li's like. It's a fucking partner cool name though. Yeah, it's a dope name. Uh, who the fuck else is in this game that you would know? I mean, I think I named the big ones. Yeah. Anyway, th- those are a lot of big names. Like I get. Fucking that. anyway. War like has to fight this big giant devil and does it, but and all of a sudden he's captured by the charred council and they're like, What the fuck did you do? And War's like, I didn't do anything. It's like you started the apocalypse. Everyone knows you did. Are you on hell's side? because uh, hell thinks uh that he's on heaven's side and heaven thinks he's on hell's side. And he's just here being like, I didn't start the fucking apocalypse. I don't know what's going on. Uh so the church council is like, all right, well, we're going to kill you unless you can prove your innocence by letting Mark Hamill live in your glove. So Mark Hamill is your Navi, like, which rules. It's fine. It's totally fine. It rules. Like, uh, I love Mark Hamill. I love him as a voice actor. I hate any character that fills that Navi role. <laughs> that's fair. Because <laughs> like, it's, it's the same shit. Like, they pop out and they're just like, hey, yeah, what, you know you're supposed if, to walk towards that glowing spot? But, but what if instead of Navi being your friend, Navi's like a piece of shit who keeps calling yeah. you an asshole? But, I mean, I've played Majora. <laughs> like, that's just Tattle. <laughs> yeah, fair. Tattle and Tail. Yeah. Did you get that? Some people did. didn't realize that. Tattletale. Ha ha ha. Okay, so what happens is in the time between you going to have to talk to the chart council and coming out. It's been like a hundred years and earth is fucking destroyed. And much like we talked about last week, when I was talking about how much I love the last of us of seeing like the ruins of society. That's what this is. It's like, you're at this place. It's called like, I forget what the the first map is called. It's like the throne of the destroyer, but it's just like a destroyed New York city with like, and the area is just going through the, the New York city library is a level. And it's like, it's really cool because it's all this destroyed real shit and you're fighting demons and zombies in it. That's my shit. I know it's not so much yours. It's, It's not that it's not mine. It's just that it's not exciting. Oh, like, it's exciting. To combat me. is like just it. not exciting at well, all. We're getting to combat yet. I know, I know. That's why I'm trying not to say anything. It's just combat. By the way, combat rules. It's on that, level. That, with that could be like a cool concept in a video game. Sure, it's just you have to have it's, the mechanics okay, behind. You know it what? Fuck it. it Let's have this conversation now. I think the problem <laughs> is that you played this game on normal, and I played this game on apocalyptic, and this game uh-huh. is too easy unless you play it on the hardest difficulty. It's not even that. It's just that it was like I was it's constantly every, meandering through the world. It's every God of well, also because there's trophies for upgrading all of the weapons to their highest. They all all the weapons that you get have XP meters. So I'm also at all times trying to kill everything to get that sweet XP so I don't have to grind later. So I was always just going from thing to thing. Oh, more shit to kill. Okay, I'm going to use my fist. I'm going to use this giant fucking scythe. I'm going to use my sword. So I think I was just more involved. I, I think this is the one time. I truly believe this is the one time that the trophies made this game probably better because it gave me more stuff to do. That may be the case because 
as I was playing through it, I at first I was kind of excited. I've had people tell me for years, like, play Dark Side, just play Dark Side. It's, it's just game. like Zelda and God of War and stuff, and it's fun. And those games are good, I guess. Um, but it, it's just everything is so slow. Like, combat doesn't slow. feel like Hold on. What, what did you play this on? Normal on PC. PC. I wonder yeah. if this is maybe another PC thing. I don't know because. Because the PC version, I'll say this, the PC version is a direct port of the 360 version, Mm -hmm. and the PS4 version is a remaster. So, wait, uh, because I played the, I played the war... Oh, you played the War Master edition? Yeah, yeah, I played the War Master edition. Okay, well, then you did play the remaster. That's what upset me even more, was there were a lot of instances, like, even at the beginning, where... Uh, you were playing as war, go, going through what the start of the apocalypse is. You're chasing down these giant monsters and fighting angels. Yeah, it's chaotic and it. Sh- well, it could be if I could just fucking play the game instead of having it just stop me every three seconds to show me a cutscene. Like, it's the beginning of the game. I get. Th- I, I totally get that and understand it. But there are instances where you will be walking forward down a straight path. It's a road, right? You can even mm. see on your mini map that you're going to have to make a left turn because the path doesn't continue further in the map. But the game will stop you to show you that there's this giant, like, spine crystal thing yeah, that shoots up from showing the you that you need. It's showing you what you need to know about shooting. I no, also no, 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 believe... No. It's, it's all it's showing in that scene is that you can't go down that path anymore. You have to make that left turn. It's like, well, one, I already knew that was going to happen. Two, you could have just shown me that as I was walking down the long road. You didn't need to stop the game to show me this. And that's the problem with the game is that it does that for literally everything. If a door yeah. shuts, they're going to show you a cutscene about it. If new enemies pop up, they're going to show you a cutscene about it. This is if once a door again... shuts and then shows you that that's the door that you need to go path like forward in, even though that there's no other way for you to exit that room, it will show you a cutscene for that. And it's just like, guys, I get it. I've played video that's games before. Like That's Ocarina, man. That's every I get Zelda that. Does I get that. that. But here's the thing, too. Ocarina is a mid-game. That is such Whoa. a mid-tier game. Oh! I know. I know I'm going to catch a lot of flack for that. But here's the thing. You are a friend anymore. No, no, no. Ocarina, I think, is a very, very, very good game for 1996. Like, 97. 97. It does not hold up as well in the modern day. Granted, I will say that, yes, Ocarina does a lot of those things. Like, if you walk into a room where there's a mini boss, it's going to stop you to show, hey, the doors are locked until you beat this mini boss. But it doesn't do that for when you walk in and there's just a Skulltilla. You're just going to be like, oh, cool, there's a Skulltilla. I'm going to go fight it real quick. And it's not going to stop me from doing that. Or if you walk into a room with a puzzle, the puzzle's pretty laid out in front of you. Like, you know the certain things you got to do. Granted, you may not have the tools to do it yet, but you can at least start formulating how to get from point A to point B, unlike in this game. This game sets up puzzles for you and didn't just doesn't tell you that these things can be interacted with. It's just... There's a lot of good in this game. There, I, I honestly, I want to say there's a lot of good things going for it. Like, they've got the formula. They know how to craft it. They just never got it there. Like, they gave up halfway and were just kind of like, oh, yeah, well, this is close enough, right? This is good enough. Go on. Move on. Because, um, and, and to loop back to, to my how I started this point was that in that beginning cutscene, uh, or like the first major cutscene where they're introducing, um, uh, 
Oh my god, why can't I remember his name right now? It's like the hey, big- can I interrupt you for yeah. one second to say one thing? Yeah. I totally forgot to tell you I want to rub this in at that trade night. I got <laughs> yeah. the original Final Fantasy VII strategy guide. Oh, nice. I think I have yeah, anyway, it somewhere. No, yeah. this is very rare. <laughs> Only I have this. Go ahead. They, they show Abaddon, who's like the big... Abaddon. You know, yeah, Abaddon. And in that whole oh, cutscene... Spoiler! Maybe the word... It's an angel named Abaddon. Maybe he's not such a good guy. Yeah, maybe he's got bad in his name. No, um, Well, no, it's because Abaddon is a very famous demon name. Oh, gotcha. Abaddon is one of the demons in Diablo. Abaddon is a demon in Shimagana Tensai. Abaddon is a wrestler lady who dresses like a fucking dead zombie lady with blood coming out of her mouth. Abaddon rules. Abaddon's a a devil name, like a demon name from like mythology shit. And it's like, why is he an angel named Abaddon? Right. Because he's going to be. But in that whole scene, it's just like Willem screams and Howie screams and there's no music. I was I was really bad. Like I had to crank my speakers up because there was music. It was just so like quiet. And then whenever I went into the settings, I saw that the music was turned all the way up. And I was just like, what happened? Because and, and then not only this is something I very rarely do. I deleted my save file and then went back mm-hmm. into the game and restarted it fresh because I wanted to be sure that this is exactly how the game was programmed. Got back to that scene. It's the same thing again, where it's like, there's just this epic music like, and you're just like, oh man, that's cool. Over. Ah, ooh, ooh. And that's, that's what you hear. You don't hear this like, you know, music behind it. It's just, ah. and I was like, are you serious? This is not, your first pass at this game either this is your remaster you went into the remaster and said okay like we could tag up things that maybe we couldn't fix maybe let's you know make some things a little better and you got to that part and you were just like this is fine like are you serious this is your second chance and you fuck up that like oh i don't agree with anything you've said in the last five minutes but but that's, that's you right to say the it. whole game it was the whole game was that where so, it just kept going no. on to just like you had a second chance and you guys didn't take it what happened no, guys it's great so this game has four major dungeons and a fifth outside dungeon and they all introduce new cool mechanics and i love all of them <laughs> i'm so glad you like this game and i'm so sorry that i didn't <laughs> uh it's fine you we've learned that anything i like you hate and anything you like i hate <laughs> this is this is your dark cloud I think this is my dark cloud. I, I had such a horrible time playing it, like uh, which is hilarious because it's one of the best games ever made. Uh, so <laughs> anyway, uh, basically, the chart council tells War that you got to prove to see who really started the apocalypse, and you make a deal with this devil named Samael, who's another mm-hmm. like they're using just all the big Christian mythology demon names, right? And he's like, well, you gotta I gotta get stronger. So to get whoever the the, the demon commander Straga, you gotta find the, the, the four chosen that have his powers and get their hearts so that you can get into the Black Tower to f- defeat basically Satan, but not really. They never. It's really weird. They never just straight up say Satan. God and Satan are not in this game. Yeah, that's I, kind of the way they get around it. Is there is there is no like what like head of both heaven or hell. There there is no Almighty and there's no you know Prince of Darkness, which is kind of weird. I but think, also I get it, so they could do their own things. Right. Not only that, I think this was during that time where a lot of companies had. Uh, 
reservations about you using that kind of stuff in there like if you were going to put it on well, then you say that and market. Then dante's inferno comes out right. and it's got the last boss is satan with a huge horse dick you know but, but like uh you of isaac no i haven't but you keep telling me to play, play it. We, we should play that for i think this. i own it on pc but uh, it's a really good god of war like um Binding of Isaac, there was a lot of stuff that okay. Nintendo was oh, like, you can't put that on our console. Oh, yeah. yeah. Fant- fantastic game. But yeah, they were like, you use this stuff, you can't, it, we're not going to sell it for you. So I yeah. wonder if it was during that where people were a little bit more cautious about using the. I, mean, I feel like now on no Nintendo cares. console. Oh, I want, actually, I wonder I think if it this is. ever made it to Switch. Does this ever make it to Switch? Uh, the Wii U, I believe. Was oh, it was on the Wii. Yeah, it was yeah. on the Wii U. Uh, no, it is on Switch. Is it on Switch? Oh, right on. Yeah. I don't. Uh, want to play on anything but PlayStation. Anyway, uh, so the the basic is that you know that's your temples. You got to go to yes. the four temples uh, to go kill the the chosen witches. This is the one huge problem I have in this game. The first uh, place you go is this like old like the first dungeon is basically the best way to explain it is you go to the Vatican. Yeah, which the Vatican like has been turned cathedral. into Devil Church, and the final boss is the Bat Queen Tiamat. Tiamat's a dragon queen with fat titties, but she's not supposed to be a bat. Tiamat's a five-headed dragon. Yeah, that's important. I lore. didn't understand why they didn't go that way because that would have looked fucking metal as shit. Because but... they wanted a big giant bat and they wanted to do their own thing, and Joey Mad wanted to draw a big fucking bat lady. Uh, yeah. The the first dungeon is really cool and i would relate it a lot to the fire temple because it's all about uh getting bombs and using bombs to Mm -hmm. open up new paths uh the second one the next one is so okay so you kill you go through that dungeon which i think is really good like i said i would relate it a lot to the fire temple um the hollows is the next okay so you get that heart you bring it back to semi he goes go over here now and the hollows is basically the water temple because the idea of the hollows is that you have to go kill the griever, which is a big giant fucking like uh monster lady, like mo- alien queen monster lady. And it looks like a Zerg. Like a yeah, Zergling she's like a big something. giant Zerg. She's a big giant Zergling that pops out of their Zergs. And she is in Grand Central Station. I don't know. She's in an upway. Uh, she's in a, uh, I'm trying, they never say it's, it's Grand like Central Station, I'm just trying. Yeah. It's a railway subway station. And there's a lot of cool mechanics with like, putting cars in different like moving railway cars to make paths to open up levels of water that go up and down and unlike the water temple i never got lost i'll say that the water temple maybe it's because i didn't play it when i was 14 or you know whatever i played ocarina but it made more sense to me and it was very easy to follow what's also cool is in that all of these i'm looking for all of these collectibles for trophies because there's collectibles for finding these artifacts which then you can use to uh like turn in for more soul money because there's all these upgrade paths of buying okay so it's also a god of war game which means it's like you know square 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 triangle square triangle square triangle all the kind of you know normal like god of war moves you can buy new combos you can buy like a move that throws them in the air so you can slash them up there. And so I'm looking for all these artifacts at the same time. I'm also looking for, you can find uh, these things to make the ultimate armor, you know? Yeah. And so there was a lot of really cool, like just going around because there's also, you know, like hearts, they're, yeah. they're not called hearts. They're called uh, health cores. And then you also got our life stones. That's what it is. And you also got to find wrath cores so that you can get more of your Spartan mode, which is called uh, chaos. Wrath of chaos mode. Yeah. We turned a big giant demon man. It's cool. 
And there's different wrath powers you can get that only work, you know, it's like you've got this wrath bar that when you fill up, you can turn a big dying chaos man, or you can burn a little of it to do these cool wrath chaos moves. And so there's a lot of really good upgrades as well as new items and new weapons you can get. Cause you start with just wrath's sword or I'm sorry, war sword called like ruin or something. Oh, and you get his horse too, which is yeah. nice. But like, so yeah, you'll learn things with the, with the sword, but then you can also switch to your brother death's scythe and you can get a gun. So I will say this, they don't do the normal, uh, I like how you said you can get a gun. It's like, that's like the way that games get good. It's like, guess what? Now you get a gun. You get a gun. Uh, It's not war, death, pestilence, and famine. It's war, death, fury, and strife. Because eventually they're like, we're going to make more games where you play as each one. And they did. They made a Darksiders 2 where you're death. I didn't like that one as much because they made it more into a loot shooter where it's like Mm -hmm. upgrade pat. And like, I didn't, I liked the strict zelda they made here then they made darksiders 3 which i never played which is where you're peering where you're playing fury they made one of the horsemen a woman and she's fury and she's got a chain and you're fighting the seven deadly sins i've heard that one's good and then eventually they were going to make the last one but instead they made darksiders genesis which is like a four-player gauntlet that sounds cool Uh, see that's that's the other thing i started reaching out to friends uh about midway through this game i even talked to you a little bit about it because I, I kind of hit a wall about six hours into the game where I was just like, I'm not enjoying this. This is by the way, the, the wall you hit, never... the wall you hit was halfway through the first dungeon. Yeah. Well, uh, I you, think you it was right you... at the end of the first dungeon because I got to Tiamat and I was just like, Oh, that's right. Yeah. This... yeah, yeah you were at Tiamat. Let me tell you that boss fight. I will is say, just the same. I will say, I will say out of all the boss fights in that game, the hardest one is, and the like, the worst one is Tiamat. Yeah. They get better from there on. Not only is it bad because you just have to like do Zelda stuff where it's like you gotta throw a bomb at him because you get the access to like throw your boomerang. So you gotta throw your yeah. boomerang at the bombs. So it's very Zelda, you know, use your boomerang to to get the boss down so when the boss lands they're stunned and like oh and then you hit them one two three and then they jump back up um it's not only that for 45 minutes it's just that the aiming in that game didn't make any sense to me because there's a focus button and then there's like a target button and there are two different buttons and they don't need to be and so anytime I would try to do that, I'd have to hit one button to enter the thing that lets me lock onto the enemy. But then if I wanted to throw my boomerang, it was a different targeting system with a different button that I had to click one thing and then click another thing and then throw it. So I just and didn't understand the, the control scheme there. So it was I like enough. Was but I started talking to friends. I was like, hey, I heard you like this game. What about it? And everyone told me, at that point, they're like, oh, I don't really care about the first one. It's the second one that's good. And I'm like, then why was everyone telling me that the first one was also good? Which is funny because I find it the other way around. I found the first one good and yeah. I fell off the second one. Um, okay, so you fight the Griever in the Hollows. Next, you get to go to the outside one because it's like, I want to, you got to go fight this big giant worm. Yeah. Uh, that's the, the Stygian King, which is literally just a big giant fucking like sandworm. And that dungeon is all outside. And the idea is really simple. If you stand on the dirt, it's going to fucking eat you. Mm-hmm. So you have to like use your ho- horse and get around these other places to get to like, it's like tre- you're playing the Tremors game where you have to go from <laughs> platform to platform before it gets you. And then you'll get to like these big, uh, what you're trying to do is shut off these 
these temples that are all around in this big open area that are constantly pounding the ground to make it mad. And you're trying to turn those off. So it doesn't know where, you know, how to find you. Uh, I found that one very fun. That is also the area that after I beat uh, the big uh, fucking, what's his name? The, yeah, the Stygian, there is a trophy for riding your horse for a hundred, a hundred miles, which you'll never get unless you farm it. So Mm. all three times I did it, it was really simple. I would always get to that dungeon and try to finish it at night. And then I would wrap a, uh, a, uh, a last what's why am I oh, like a rubber band, a rubber band, man, yeah. I'm fucking stupid. <laughs> I would wrap a rubber band around my sticks to make it together. So I'd run in a circle and then I'd go to sleep. And in the morning I'd have that trophy. <laughs> nice. That reminds me of like, uh, the smash brothers to unlock Mewtwo. You got to leave your shit on for like 20 hours. To just turn the system on, leave it on all night. And oh, back it's in the Tuesday and I forgot again. I keep forgetting to buy the Stanley parable because there's a trophy <laughs> for leaving the game running for 24 hours of a Tuesday. And I keep forgetting to like, I'll buy the game Monday night, let it run all day Tuesday and just play like my PS3 instead that day. Mm-hmm. And then I'll have the trophy and then I can play the rest of the Stanley parable. One day I will get the Stanley parable. Just don't forget to turn off your power settings. I, I'll I'll make sure to leave it so that it could be on all night. Uh, so, okay. So after... The uh, after the iron canopy, or sorry, after the Ashlands is the iron canopy, which is so. How far did you make it? Did you make it to this the? This is iron where canopy? I tapped out. The iron canopy is really dope because you're fighting a big giant spider lady. Okay. And the big giant spider lady named Silitha has t- taken over basically an entire like high rise apartment complex area, mm-hmm. and it's all you're all fighting spiders, and it's just like torn down apartment buildings that are held together with webs and you get uh, a weapon that helps like shoot the webs down. So you're, you're just running through what I can only describe as like 50 apartment buildings full of spiders. That sounds terrifying. Very kind of cool. Uh, look, the one thing I'm not going to come down on this game on is like the art direction and what they you choose like to do the in the game. Play, Cause that's fine. It's the gameplay that I just really, you, know, you don't stand. like the gameplay and I, that's fine. Not every game is for everybody, mm-hmm. but I don't think that you can, you can't say that just visually and story wise, this game fucking rips visually. Like the story was, it's fine. You didn't, you didn't I don't get, think you didn't get to know. Cause it, you didn't get to the part of the cool that, stuff. Like, yeah. That's okay. So, part playing like 20 hours of a game and I still didn't get to the cool stuff. Got it. Understand. No, you got to the cool, the cool stuff started off the bat when <laughs> fucking Mark Hamill was like, I'm in your glove and I'm going to eat you. Okay. So after you do that, you've got all the hearts and, uh, Samuel's like, okay, now you can get into the fucking, um, you can get into the, uh, black throne, but guess what? I was bad guy all the time. And of course you were in your, of course, him, whatever. Yeah. Uh, the, the, coolest dungeon in this game is the the fucking black throne and that's the last one because there was one more mechanic you never got to that was saved for this Hmm. guess what this game is also portal oh really (laughs) there's a portal gun that you get and you use for puzzles in the last dungeon see that could be uh, cool just it's so cool because you're you're god of warring through portals and then you're solving puzzles that sounds cool i really wish they didn't hide it into the fucking 20th hour of the game (laughs) I mean they didn't hide shit every dungeon has a new mechanic yeah i get that but they didn't hide shit I... fucking rules okay <laughs> so uh while okay so you do that um 
Also, at some point, like angels keep fighting you, and there's this angel named Uriel who's just like, "You killed my dad, or you my not my dad. You killed the great leader Abaddon. You're a piece of shit. I'm gonna kill you. I'm gonna swear a blood oath to kill you." That's who Moon Bloodgood plays. You also meet a big dwarf man. He's not a dwarf. Like he's nine feet tall, but you know what I mean when I say he's a dwarf. Yeah, he's like the uh, he's a Scottish guy that makes weapons. He's the guy you fight after Tiamat. I can't remember his name right now. Ulthane. You don't yeah, fight Ulthane. him. Well, well, you do fight him. Yeah. But then also there's a cool trophy where uh, there's two trophies in the game for these two sections where there's one that's basically a Panzer Dragoon section where you're flying on a big giant angelic beast through a big uh, like hell portal and you have to shoot 150 dudes before it's over. That one takes me one or two tries. And then there's one where you and Ulthane are going to find his uh, his like anvil so he can make you an angel weapon. And uh, they do like the Thanatos thing from Hades where it's like you and him are having a contest about who can kill more people and you just have to kill one more person than he does. Mm-hmm. I thought those were fun trophies. I like trophies yeah. like that. Just a I, fun little thing. I thought it was really, really jarring when they switched to the Panzer Dragoon the first time because I was just like, what the fuck? And which I, I didn't mind it though. Cause you say, I, the, you say the first time that's the only time it happens in the whole game. Oh, okay, good. I, well, I didn't know if the, you know, at the very end, they just no, like, Oh, here's Panzer. Dragoon I, I would again. relate this game. I would relate this game to a bunch of, a bunch of dudes made a cool story about heaven and hell. And then decided what's you, what games do you like? Oh, I like Zelda. What do you like? I like God of war. I like Panzer's Dragoon. I like portal. Fuck it. Put them all in the video game. <laughs> But sometimes that doesn't make for a good game. That's my. You're right, but it did this time. Uh, Um, That's debatable. (laughs) So anyway, you get in there and you find uh, the angel of death, Azrael, in the middle of the tower. And uh, Azrael tells you that him, Abaddon and Ulthanes were just like, you know what? Fuck it. We got to if we don't start the war now, then. Uh, hell's gonna get more demons than we can fucking uh, yeah, deal no, with yeah. and we're gonna it's like fuck it let's just start let's break the seals because it's a whole seventh seal thing you know break all seven seals and then everything happens but they don't get to this they don't get to all of them they just get to like a couple of them and they start it but they don't really commit start it because yeah. only war has showed up the whole game he's just like where's death where's fury where's strife where where are the rest of the horsemen and nobody knows so they also assume like, oh, did you kill the rest of the horse? You piece of shit who killed the rest of the horsemen and just you trying it all for yourself. And so uh, they they think it's like they didn't start it, but it was all ruined when Abaddon died back at the beginning of the game because the great destroyer Straga kills him and everything's fucked. The war goes, OK, I have what I need now because Azrael has confessed that I didn't start this and I'm going to go back and everything's fine. And the watcher uh is just like no fuck you you're gonna do what i say and you have to kill the destroyer now because if he stays around then the war's still going so you got to go kill basically their satan the destroyer is satan you know what i mean yeah so it's like you got to go kill him or else the hell's still got some balance you need to keep the scales good so then uh you have to do the final the rest of that dungeon, which is the portal dungeon, you kill Straga, who is like the destroyer's right hand guy, and you win. Straga is the dude that you fought at the very beginning who killed you, and then that's how the game starts. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now we're getting so there's going to be some like what the fuck's going on. So let me explain this to you. Straga dies, but Straga is also the tower 
like Straga is the tower and the tower is Straga. So okay. once you kill Straga, the tower starts to collapse and you got to get the fuck out of there. And the only way Azrael knows how to get you guys out is to bring you to the Garden of Eden. Oh, okay. Right on. Uh, cause he's like, he's the angel of death. He's the only one that knows where it still is. Cause it's hidden. Right. Right. Uh, you go there and you eat a, a fruit from the <laughs> tree of knowledge. Okay. And you learn the truth, which is that, uh, after you killed Abaddon, he went to hell for starting the apocalypse. Uh-huh. And uh, somebody who they, they don't ever say who, but I think in later games, it's supposed to be Lilith who is supposed to you know be the first demon, the wife right. of Adam says you can either serve in heaven or rule in hell. But knowing that uh, if he goes back to heaven, he's going to be punished for starting the war decides to become the destroyer through a time loop. Of course. So Abaddon, of course, because Abaddon's a bad guy, who started it on Heaven's Side is actually the destroyer. He's Satan. And so now he's trying to end it because he's like, fuck it. If I can't go back, I might as well turn full hell and rule everything. Right. Okay, that makes sense. Or at least uh, and he's got the all. last he's he's got the unbroken seventh seal, which he doesn't want anyone to break because if he does, then the horsemen show up and they'll fight against him. So he's like, This is great. I was the ruler of heaven, but now they ain't got a ruler of heaven. So they're disjointed. And now I'm the devil. So I'm going to win and there's nothing anybody can do about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so when you come out of that, uh, the, he also learns that the chart council who are like the mid guys, uh, basically knew what was going on, but knew that war was so like, Oh, the other thing is war is like super honor, man. Yeah. He's always talking about the honor and the, having to do what the law requires. He's like, he is true neutral. You know what I mean? He's yes. he only, or lava. He's lawful neutral. I mean, he's lawful neutral. He does whatever the law is. And so the chart council was, was like, well, if we just tell him to do it, he won't do it. Cause it won't be proof. So we, they set him up on purpose uh, and made him do it. And he sees that and he's like, what the fuck? Okay. So fuck this. And he stabs Mark Hamill demon in the back. <laughs> well, uh, I mean, they tell him at the beginning of the game, you're going to have to fucking kill this guy to, yeah, do what you and want. he does. He fucking kills him, and he gives it. And Azrael gives him the Armageddon blade, which is like the upgraded version of War Sword, which is like the only thing that can kill the devil. The destroy. I'm just gonna say the devil. Yeah, and he kills the the devil, and then uh, he's like, "But it's not finished. You need to refine its shards." Boom! We get the Wind Waker part, where you know, at the end of Wind Waker, where you have to go and find all the uh, pieces shards. of the Triforce. Yeah. You get that, where now you got to go back around the world and find the shards yeah. of the Armageddon Blade to re-put it around. But it's fun, because in each place where it is, there's puzzles. It's not just, like, randomly sailing around and trying to find right. it. It's like, the map straight up shows you where they are. Like, there's no, like, I wonder where it could be. It's like, yeah. no, go here, 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 here. And there's fun things to do to do them. So I did it's think not that like that was a nice thing about this game, that it, it pretty much does show you where every fucking puzzle, or not, uh, treasure chest is on the map. Yeah. So Yes. Which I was like, hey, you know, kudos. There's a lot of and there's a lot of cool there's a lot of cool contextual puzzles to the area. I was like, hey, there's a big chest up there, but how do you get it? Well, uh, you're in an area where there's all these dumpsters with demons spawn on them. But if you blow them, uh, if you throw a bomb up there, it'll blow them up, and then the thing will come down, and you have time to jump up and then jump from there to make a platform puzzle to get to the treasure chest. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of fun shit. Okay, so you come back from the the you come back from the Garden of Eden and you make the cool blade, and then Uriel who's the lady angel that's just like, I know you did it. She fucking challenges you to a death oath and says, one of you, one of us is going to die. And until it does, we're locked in battle. But 
uh, war wins, but he won't kill her because he tells her what the the whole thing with Abaddon was. And Uriel, of course, looks up and loves Abaddon because he's, you know, basically the head angel. And she can't believe it. And uh, she's fucking like, you know, sobbing. And now she's got this death oath that she won't. Like she's supposed to die, but he won't kill her, mm-hmm. and uh, it, it. And she's like, she fucks off with some angels in shame. Uh, then you get the final fight of the game, which is you go against the destroyer, and the destroyer says, "Hey, you can either do what you're doing, or you can be my right hand man, and we can just take over the world. Fuck it, let's just go." And of course, war is too, uh, too, too much of a good guy. Yeah. He says, "Fuck off," and you fight him. And you you kill him. Yeah. So the end of this game then is that you go and get the seventh seal. So we're trying to reset everything. But then the watcher shows back up because guess of course he can't die, right? Of course. And fucking uses his powers to like sap you of your uh, your strength because he knows that war will get mad for what they did and try to kill the council. So he's like, you know what? I'm gonna fucking kill you. And there's nothing you can do about it because guess what? It was always a trick. You've always been my puppet. There's nothing you can do. I have full power over you. Where then Uriel shows up, takes the armor garden blade, and stabs War right in the back and kills him. Secret hero of this game. Uh, but the thing is, no, no. So they're like, oh no, the bad guys are going to win because now the Chard Council is just going to get away with it. Then she picks up the seventh seal and destroys it, starting the real apocalypse and bringing the four horsemen in, which means it brings him back to life. Thus, establishing the blood duel that they already had and now he's not under control and then he just take it fucking takes mark hamill and basically just rips him in half <laughs> and then the uh the three other wake up and it was all a dream. no no shut up <laughs> no now he's got all his power back because he was like he didn't ha- you know how they have to like take away some of your power so that you have something to grow and the yeah. idea is that the watcher was siphoning your power now you have all your mm. power back and you're full war and uh the the fucking uh the council's like you've got heaven and hell and the council are all now against you everybody hates you and what are you gonna do about it and then he goes it's not me my brothers and then the last thing that happens is you see three falling stars as the other four horsemen show up and the game ends Hmm. so they really wanted you to play a second one they wanted to do four one for each one and then i think they wanted i think the plan was they wanted four games of one of each horseman about what was going on at the time and then one super game which i think darksiders genesis is a super game they never got to the fourth one the idea is that so i'll just tell you darksiders 2 happens concurrently with darksiders 1 and you're playing as death on another plane of existence which is supposed to be like you know where like souls go and everything and he's Mm -hmm. like trying to find out what's happening why are all these souls going to the wrong place and you fight this guy called the raven king i really should go back and play that now you can't Pro tip to those people out there. If you're going to play the, if you're going to play Darksiders two, after you play this one, play the PS4 version, the definitive edition. Mm-hmm. Gotta love that because the PS3 version had an online thing where you could send like presents to other people online. That's been taken off. So that's an un- unobtainable platinum, but you, they took that out of the PS4 version. So you can do the PS4 version. Gotcha. Anyway, that's the story of, Dark Fighters. We are kind of already talked about all the gameplay. I just want to say, I know you don't like it. I love God of War ripoffs. 
And so I had a fun time. It, uh, trophy wise, I think that this is actually a very fair platinum because you do have to play it on apocalyptic difficulty, mm-hmm. which can be a little hard at the start. But once you start rolling, it really is a lot of fun. It's really not that hard because the way that they do health is you don't have hearts. It's the they do the Metroid way where you have like a health bar. And then you have like E tanks, basically, yeah. which are these health stones that if a bar is reduced, you just eat into the next, next one. bar. Yeah. Yeah. And so you can get more E tanks. And I like the way they did that. I don't, I didn't find it too hard on, on apocalyptic. And also I think we've established, it sounds like it, I've never played the game on anything but apocalyptic. So it sounds like if you play it a little bit easier, it might not actually be as fun. That really might be it because, yeah, I never felt challenged. The only time I'd get challenged was whenever I got too bored to care about what was happening. I will say, if you want to play this game and you don't want the challenge of Apocalyptic, you can do this in two games where what you do is you do the first run where you get 100%, you get all, you can even play it on easy. You get the best sword and all the best armor and all the best weapons, and then you can new game plus it and bring that all over to uh, the new game. Yeah, I think, or maybe just be the armor, but I don't know. It's, you can make it easier. I just right. didn't find that to be needed. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a big, cool map, and there's lots of different areas you can go to, and they've got uh, they've got fast travel, so it's never hard to get wherever you want to go. I did appreciate and, that. I did appreciate yeah. the fast travel. Let's see. And honestly, uh, walking around the dungeons was fine. Whenever the game just really let me explore and kind of do things at my pace, I enjoyed that more. It was just whenever it got to the very methodical boss fights and the the some there were some puzzles that they just never explained to you like how to put A to B to C to make it work that I just really didn't appreciate. Those are the things that I really did not like in this game and which really marred the experience for me. I do want to talk really quickly. Trophy wise, there are five missable trophies. Three of them are based on sequences and two of them are based. One's based on collectibles and one's kind of based on collectibles. I'll go over this really quick. There's a trophy you can only get in the very, the prologue opening of the game, mm-hmm. you know, where humans are still around yeah, yeah, because yeah. there's a helicopter that comes down that shoots at you and you have to pick up, you can pick things up in the environment and throw them at people. You have to pick up a car and throw it at that helicopter. Gotcha. If you don't do that, then that's the only thing. But on the plus side, if you miss that, see, it's within the first three minutes of the game. See, there, there's a in the scene that they introduce the helicopter. It's like passing by you as you're running through a house, right, or like a a building. Yeah. Um, and it's right after they kind of introduce like climbing mechanics to you and whatnot. Uh, and you're running past, and there's this explosion, and there's a hole in the wall. You see the helicopter, and you run past it. But the thing is, is that the direction you're moving forward is faced uh 90 degrees away from where the action is taking place but the thing is is that you you can still keep moving it doesn't stop you for a cutscene at that one and i was like hey you guys just did one of those things that i complained about where you could just have me moving through the world and have things around me happen and i could see them happen and pay attention to if i wanted to but you instead chose to usually stop me with a cutscene to show it. Why can't the rest of the game do the thing that you showed me you could already do? Um, but that one was funny because since it's turned away, so this if is you a walk different... the hallway, you don't see that. Like you'll see something. This happening, is a different totally part of that it. game. Oh, okay. Is like that that beginning part? No, no, no. It's the beginning part, but it's not the part where you're in the hallway. It's when you're on just the street. Oh, corner just the street. And you're gotcha. seeing when you're seeing what it is is there's a part where you're going and there's a big giant demon being like hit with chains, 
and there's just a one helicopter that flies by really quick and you have to oh, pick up. Oh, okay, yeah. Because yeah. I do remember that, that that helicopter thing was one thing because I, funnily enough, uh, I ended up making a video about this and I don't know if I ever want to put it out. Like sometimes I just do fun little projects for myself, right? Um, mm-hmm. But it, it's kind of analyzing the, the start of a game and I was like, oh man, this might be a fun series to do just every once in a while where it's like, hey, I want to boot up a game. Let's play through the opening sequence of the game and see if that opening sequence is uh, a good one or a bad one in the way of how it explains mechanics to you how it explains the world sets up the story etc like i'm one of those people that think Mega Man x is one of the best opening sequences ever it puts you in that tutorial level doesn't tell you anything you figure out how to play the game and everything that you can do in that game by the time that you reach the the little mini boss that you're supposed to lose to for when zero shows up or not zero uh fucking um uh, whatever is oh my god i can't remember his name right now uh whatever he shows uh, axel or whoever shows up and is like hey i'm i'm big cool dude um i love that i love that in games when you can just have something that explosive that's a very good opening this one where it just constantly stops you every three seconds to be like well, now a wall's up it it really is a bad opening and i, I it's a great kind of, opening and you're the only one who i made a video analyzing it i eh. might put it up and you can watch it if you want to see that we'll see so it might be in the if this is on youtube why not just put it in right here I don't want to people. All right. It's fine. (laughs) Yeah, they will. No, they won't because it's a great game. Dark. You're going to (laughs) be email in. If you play Darksiders and call Chris a fool. Yes, please. Um, I would, you know, honestly write in about this game, because if you're someone that has played this game and has liked it, I want to hear from you. What is it? Well, it's this uh, other than other than Ryan. (laughs) I want to (laughs) hear other people and what they enjoy about this game, because again, after reaching out to friends and asking them, people who have told me oh yeah this game is great and then them to backtrail on it and just be like oh well it's fine the second one is really the better one and it's like well then don't tell me that this one is good it's, and it's not i mean it's funny because i disagree heavily yes that I think you this are game the, is better. the one person. also oh we didn't even talk about this wow talking about uh we're, we're talking about cool gameplay mechanics yeah. not only does it have all these things you can unlock man we got collectible uh, fucking upgrades that you can slot into your weapons to give them new powers, including legit like legendary ones that do cool shit. Like you can get one that uh make gives you more wrath and chaos on killing blows. You can get one that makes you fucking explode. Uh, so there's there's endless options for different ways to play this game. Uh, I did like the, throwing my wanna, boomerang and having it spin into a boss good, and then I running think. up and smacking them. That was yeah, kind of that's cool. good. Uh, the other two missable trophies that were so we talked about the ones about the the Panzer Dragoon and the fight uh, fight angels with Ulthane part. Yeah. The other two are there's one for getting 150 improvised kills with uh, things in the environment. And the only reason that is missable is because it's like like I said, you can pick up you can pick up almost anything. There's like a there's lot. a level yeah. where you can pick up a parking meter and use it as a sword and kill dudes. Uh, those that's only missable because those are not, uh, there's not respawn. Like once you yeah. throw a car, that car's gone forever. And on apocalyptic, that can be a problem because they don't do as much damage. So what you have to do is like farm. Du- like what I would do is I would farm dudes. I would go to a place where I knew there was a lot of things. I would hit them a bunch with my sword, but not enough to kill them, which there's no health bar. You just kind of have to know after doing mm-hmm. it a couple times. 
because the people who respond get a good idea once the little icon to do the glory kill yeah yeah, that's a good indicator you you get to the glory kill and then what you do is you pick up like a parking meter and then bash them in the head with it or pick up a car and throw it and so you get you just farm 150 kills with that that's usually very very easy the other one that is technically missable is forgetting all of the raft cores which are getting all the upgrades to have maximum of your meter and that's because uh i believe one or one or two of them are in areas you can't go back to so it's like there's uh 20 wrath fragments which become wrath cores and three full wrath cores so it's just like there's a couple of the fragments that are missable um other than that the trophies are pretty simple most of them are story related like just playing the game will give you a bigger chunk of them you have to find everything there's you know play the game on the hardest difficulty which is not that hard i think it really isn't once you but especially once you start to learn how the game works it's not that hard and then there's you know you got your your ones that are just like one-off fun things like you have a thing called a wrath attack called a blade geyser where you'll stab your sword into the ground and you make a bunch of swords come up around you in an area and you need to have to you have to kill 10 enemies at once with one blade uh blade geyser wrath attack which is you just go to an area with a bunch of tiny little dudes you beat them up until that glory thing is up and then you hit all 10 of them with once and you get your trophy that shit's fun yeah there's um there's what are some other fun ones like that uh more collectibles more collectibles you know just find all the stuff find all of the powers kill 666 demons that's always funny uh there's one for like spilling 2000 gallons of blood that just comes with time uh but i like that they added shit like that you know like it's just fun yeah i mean if you're enjoying the the systems it's presenting you with then yeah i can totally get that uh the big one the the hardest one like the longest one is battle hardened to max out all weapon weapons and unlock all combat moves and like i said there are three main weapons you got your sword you got your uh you got the uh scythe and you have the fists yeah uh you also need to uh upgrade the armageddon blade but you have to do that so it's not that big a thing there's also a secondary form of the scythe called the harvester and technically they're different weapons so you have to do the scythe kind of twice gotcha but there was something with like in in the ps3 version you can only get it through a code and uh i think on the ps4 version you have to buy it so it's a little weird it's it's not that big a deal you also have to buy all of the different um skills which come with souls are red orb we're doing red orbs souls are your money the souls are their money (laughs) and also the bones guys i think you should leave it's great it's one of the greatest shows ever you really need to see Uh, if you haven't oh here's another fun one kill five dust bats without touching the ground there's these bats that fly what happens is that if you uh jump to one you can do a glory kill but what it'll let you do is it'll let you chain the glory kills so that if you can get five together you can just basically jump and stab and jump and stab and jump and stab that was kind of cool like i i like that in the uh like that first dungeon it gave some fun mobility to some like the lava pits that were there yeah but the, I, my biggest complaint with the glory kills was just they were too long. I love how Doom does it, where it's just like it's like one, two, one, two. It just really gets you. Doom into is a definitely a more fast-paced game. It, it is- totally is. I understand that, and I. But that's one thing about this game that I I had to come to learn that it it is a slower game. It's meant to just be slower, and I didn't like the pace at what it it ran at. And um, I did also. Which the, is the, totally fine. It's you know I I, I like that the. That. Uh, I like the platinum is called BFA, which stands for big fucking apocalypse. 
That's pretty good. That's pretty nice. Overall, 43 trophies. I think they're pretty simple. I'd like to rate for trophies first before you say something that's going to make me uh, yeah. declare war on you. Yeah. But I think for trophies, because there is a little bit of grinding and there's some missables, I'm going to give it a gold. But for fun, this game gets a platinum from me. Oof. I think that this is the only rating I I can give it. It's because mm-hmm. I couldn't I couldn't get through the game. I I even did something that I really tried to hold myself to not do, which is I looked up how to speedrun this game, and I was like, you know what? Fuck it. If I can do this game in an hour and a half, I'll do it. Um, and I started trying to learn it, and then I learned that uh, it's it's a little bit more technical of a speedrun. I it's does does a lot of out of bound stuff, which. I didn't have the patience to fully commit to that. I, I spent about three hours trying to speed run this game, like learning certain tricks and getting through certain parts, which I, I could get to like the first, uh, like past the first dungeon pretty consistently. But past that, I was just like, yeah, I just, there's too much more to this game. And, uh, I really got to tip my hat to the speedrunners. but I was going to, you know, if you had just this. spent that, if you had just spent that time playing the game normally, you would have finished the game. No. Cause uh, again, like I, it's it gets better. So anyway, wait, do you wait get a run game. button? Like, is there a run button in this game? You I know a there's horse. a there's yeah, there's a run button. Yeah, but you can't horse. use the horse in a boss fight. Like, uh, uh, that's not true. Use the boss fight. There's an entire boss fight based around the horse. It's called uh, sure. the big giant worm. It's that big giant worm. But it doesn't help you against you know Tiamat or uh, Ulthane Tiamat's or the worst. Tiamat's the worst fight. It is I'm the not going dis- I really hated that the worst fight. fight. I really but hated that fight. No, all the other ones. It's not even that bad. It's just kind of the. It's the worst in that. It's the least best i but i could the fucking game i couldn't get through the game so i don't think i think it's what, what did we give a zero it's an achievement yeah all right i think it's I'm, an achievement it, okay well it's great just i'd really... also like to note i'm pulling out the very first thing in the history of this podcast i'm retroactively going back and i'm giving stranger paradise final fantasy origin oh, a zero as well yeah, I told you I'd be vindictive. Yeah, it's but, getting a zero. Look, I'm 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 really trying Actually, to be. You did finish the game, so it gets a one. <laughs> look, I you can do that. I don't. I really I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not like, doing that. I'm just. I'm just fucking around. I dude. know, but the the point is, is like I really wanted to like this. I've had so many people tell me you're gonna love this game, and then through the course of this game, I just learned that I don't like 3D Zelda games at all. <laughs> so, okay. Well, I guess, you know what? That's for, hey, for you, the friends at home, this is yeah. how you have to interpret it. If you like 3D Zeldas, if, exactly. listen to me. If you only like games that are in Japanese <laughs> and have 8,000 menus, listen to Chris. Fair, I guess. I don't know. I, I really hate being like... Hey, I'm all, like, all jokes aside, I get it. Not every game's for everybody. I know. I... I just want to say this game really bummed me out. Like it really, <laughs> it really did. Like, cause I, I didn't want to come to this episode with this mentality of it. Like I, it really just like, ru- it ruined my weekend. Like I just had this <laughs> depression all weekend where I was just like, man, I, I didn't want to play any games. I was just dog, like, well, dog, I got a dog. It's just a video game. You're I know, but I, I just, I don't know. I I really care all, about all doing this. Aside, so. I like I play I play it up for like the how dare you blah blah blah. Yeah so yeah yeah. Video game. Who fucking cares? I know I know. And I just I wanted to I wanted to give everyone a little bit more from this, and I just felt you know once I hit the twenty hour wall, I was like, this is it's the same thing with Final Fantasy thirteen. Like I, that's with the funniest that game. thing to me is wait hold on. 
the 20 hour wall i can beat that game in under 20 hours i can get the platinum yeah i i just i got there and i was just like i'm getting nowhere i'm not having fun i just don't want to do this anymore <laughs> so i i don't that know that is why that is fucking Dude, wild can, okay look this is embarrassing the tiamat fight yeah. took me way too long <laughs> <laughs> that fight's hard so. it's definitely like the brick it's 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 it definitely took, like the it brick seriously wall took me like three one. fucking hours to beat no way yeah the long the first time i played that when i realized like this is a well, bad fight it took me 20 minutes because here's the thing and then this, after that it takes like five to ten minutes after you so, know what how it works it's in the, the worst third fight fa- we're, yeah, we're gonna keep that. saying it it's it, the worst in fight. the third phase of that fight it's something that uh it, it's very Zelda. Like you got to do the thing, which is throw the bomb. It moves around. Once you can hit the bomb again, it'll drop. Or no, no, no. That sorry, that's the f- whole first phase. But uh, third phase, it's just kind of on the ground with you, and it walks around, and you have to wait for it to fucking dash at you to hit the E button so that you can punch it across the map or like the 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 battle arena. Right? You punch it to the other side, and poor fucking War sprained his ankle, and he just can't run. He's just got to casually walk across the whole fucking arena to then hit the boss but by the time you get to the boss he's standing up again and he's ready to move and it's just like this is don't understand boring i honestly don't understand where you're coming from because i've never had i don't know what it is or what you're doing or maybe it's some computer thing but that was not ever a problem i had the problem was Yeah. yeah you do that and you'd only be able to get one or two hits in but like that was what it was supposed to be it was that i guess that's what it was just meant to be but I would it, like seriously once I actually because there, right. there was at one point where I had to just do it and I just took it as slow as I could and it took me so long to get through it and I was just like wow I, I really hope the rest of the game isn't like this and then like the rest of the bosses aren't exactly like that but they don't really do anything different you know they do you just, it's just the man. zelda formula of you get a new oh, weapon it's... you got to use that weapon okay. in conjunction okay you know what I'm like done it. with you shitting on this game I like <laughs> okay sorry the Joker sequel will be a musical starring Joaquin Phoenix and Lady Gaga. Is this the? That's new... what we're talking about now. I have. N- I didn't see the first one. I won't see the second one. <laughs> it was okay. Um, I could care fine, less. Fuck about it. The we're Joker. done. <laughs> yeah, I just needed you to stop. I get it. I know. I go on too long. Again. And, uh, yeah, I get it. I liked it. You did. I'm glad you liked story. it. Yep. <laughs> I'm glad, and I'm fine. I'm glad that you're free. Let's of end it. this, bitch. I'm done with this. <laughs> Well, I mean, okay, look, I, I, that was a good episode. I like, I actually legitimately like talking about it. Uh, and, uh, but it's the end and I want to take a call. Do we have any new callers? First uh, time, long times. Go ahead. We, we do have an email, uh, call. We have a call. We, we, yeah, or we have a call. We have a call from Excellent. our good friend, Tylon it says, Hey, Chris and Ryan, uh, stop, stop. What? All right. Calls are a new thing. Now we've just got a new segment. It's called Talking with Tylon. Talking with Tylon. Tylon. Hey, I appreciate Tylon's the only one writing fucking emails. Please. I, I Listen, I want to keep... Tylon, you call in as much as you... Or you write in as much yeah. as you want. We'll take one every week. I am begging someone else to also <laughs> fucking challenging write you. an email. Right, right in. Uh, we tell us how thoughts. many of you are listening to this podcast. We know it's a large number. Somebody write in a fucking question. <laughs> but also, Tylon, keep writing questions because you're good at them. Yeah, Ty- anyway, Tylon's talk- killing it. Tylon with Tylon. Go ahead. All right. So for this week's Tylon talk, we got it says, hey, Chris and Ryan, uh, really enjoyed 24th episode, and I have a retro game collection uh, collector question for you. Okay. Do you have any tips on preserving game boxes like the ones for N64 or GBA? I always felt like the boxes were never designed to be preserved unless you keep them in an airproof box. Well, 
Dylan, you answered your question there. Yeah, that's uh, okay. So here's how you protect your cardboard box games. You put them in a box protector. It's uh, you get them for about two dollars. They've got them that are shaped to the 64 and and the 64 and the Super Nintendo box are the same size. And then the all the Game Boy games are the same size. And you just put them in there. The Nintendo, if you want NES, those are a different size too. And you get them online for like two dollars a piece. Uh, yeah. And that's how you do it. The end. So. And then he goes on to Good say, instinct. Oh, there's more. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Also, was there ever a time you bought a strategy guide for the sole purpose of getting past an obstacle in a game? Like one time I bought the Metroid prime two guide to get past the challenge that turned out to be easy as fuck. Uh, and I'm genuinely, uh, genuinely disappointed in myself. Thailand PS. I love the state of play, especially the street fighter six announcement, uh, that it's going to be on Xbox skipping the PS five. Thanks Sony for letting me know. <laughs> so a little bit, what? little bit there i don't get the joke uh it was that they were like hey street fighter 6 is coming out on playstation also to be on xbox because it's i think it had at the end of this tylon please continue to write in and you can cut the xbox bits (laughs) we're done um done with the bits to answer the question Uh, about strategy guide i always as a kid bought the strategy guide with a game mostly because i just liked looking at the art in the game uh, or like you know the art that they would put in strategy guides because sometimes they would be really nice um, but I never really bought them with the sole purpose of getting over something but they would always you know I'd always then have it because if there was something that I need to get past then I could look at it I think the only time I ever used something like that where it was super super beneficial would have been um, trying to grind like the ultimate weapon in Kingdom Hearts 2 or uh, getting the Triforce pieces in Wind Waker, as we mentioned earlier, because that had just, like, every map right there, and you could just go and find them. But I never really, like... I, I would have always bought them before I ever hit that point, I guess. I think the only guide I bought specifically for that purpose was on the 360, buying the guide for Fallout 3 and Fallout 3 came out, because I knew that map was huge, and I was just like... At that point, it was still kind of hard to get full maps on the internet. So it was yeah. either, let me just fucking buy this guide and have this map out that I can look. It's like, Oh, go here. And Oh, there's where this stuff is. Cause with fallout three, I, I would get into that thing of like, you go buy a house and it's like, Oh, I can go in the house and then you'd spend an hour and a half tearing that house apart. Yeah. And it was better to just look at the map and being like, is there anything in this house that fucking matters? Nope. Dope. Peace. I'm out. Uh, so yeah, I'd say maybe fallout three, but just more for my, uh, need to know where everything cool was. Yeah. They don't really do uh, strategy guides anymore, though, do they? I mean, game facts exist and the internet is there in your palm of your hands. So. I'm, you know, I did buy the guide to Cyberpunk just because I wanted to have really? it for because I like cyber. It's not like I really needed it, but also yeah. I just wanted to look at it and uh, it was pretty detailed. Hmm. They still put out big like strategy guides, like big hardbound collector's edition strategy guides for big games like that. And I feel like if a game has a map that huge, is there an El- did they ever make an Elden Ring strategy guide? I have no clue. Like that's something that I've never like, looked like, into. I, I wonder if they didn't on purpose just so they wouldn't know where all of the shit was. You know what I mean? I mean, it wouldn't really be. Well, I don't know. Do you have to like get permission to make one? Because I would just assume you could just make one, right? Uh, I, I mean, there was always. Like back in the day, it was always you know the Nintendo Bower Guide, and then Prima made their unofficial strategy guides. But I don't right. know if there was like a de- I don't know how that works because like then you're you're yeah. putting in pictures of the game, and then do they be like, well, that's from our game? It's like yeah, but we bought the game, so fuck off. I don't know. That- there is an official strategy guide. It comes in two parts. It's hardcover. It's thirty bucks. No clip. 
do a special on the history of Prima games. Yo, that would be tight. I would love just talk about strategy guides and how they got to be Evolved made. Evolved and di- the rise and fall of Prima yeah. games. That'd be tight. Hey, that's All a free right, idea well, for you. Yeah, that's that's a free one from me to you, from us to you. Uh, this was a great episode. Yeah, uh, I I did legitimately have a fun time, even if uh, <laughs> even if I didn't, <laughs> crushed, even if you crushed my dreams of sharing a game with my friend. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, <sighs> I get you. <laughs> so we did a couple weeks ago. We did a, a cool episode that was kind of like a themed thing where we did the Lego, and I thought I know technically it's your next, mm-hmm. but let's just say that we talked ahead of time we and did. we've already decided that we wanted to do kind of a theme theme thing because the next episode comes out July 1st. You know what else is July 1st? Anime Expo. Anime Expo, which I will be at. And so I oh, thought it'd so be fun <laughs> if we did. No, it's fine. They already reversed <laughs> they that did? Dumb rule. Oh, yeah, that's right. 24 out. Oh, fuck. Let's talk about that really quick. <laughs> so Anime Expo, always finding a way to shoot themselves in the fucking foot because they're always. run by the worst people on earth. Comes out a cup like a week ago, out of the blue, and just feels just goes like, "Hey, uh, we're not going to require vaccination cards anymore." Bye. Uh, after they already promised that they were going to do that, and the everyone on the internet had a fucking like, no one was cool with this. Maybe like two weirdos were, but no one was cool with this shit. So much that I know people that on the spot canceled their tickets and canceled reservations. I'm like, don't jump the fucking gun. Yeah. I even tweeted that I was like, they are gonna pedal this shit back so fucking quick that I bet you uh a week before Anime Expo they'll come back and say, Whoops, sorry. It wasn't even twenty-four hours later they went, Whoops. <laughs> and I know it's gonna fucking explode in their face. And instead of having like they should have had like so at PAX, what they did is they had an offsite place that before you were allowed in the building, you had to go and show somebody your your license and your vax card and right. you got a wristband. Yeah. And you couldn't get in without the wristband. Yeah. That's how they did it for uh, regionals that I went to they, the other week. They, they should have like done that. that for, they should do that for anime expo. But I know what's going to happen is that they're going to have one fucking cop at each door sitting there looking at cards, making their 10 hour line, 12 hours. And it's going to ruin everything because once again, anime expo is the worst run convention on the planet. It really? Is. I, I've never and been. And I keep I've going because my friends to. all go. I've always it's, wanted to go to it, but every year I just see horror story after horror story about whatever it is. And I'm just I, see, like, how is it? Because still in I don't give work? a shit about anime and I'm just going to hang out with my friends. Yeah. It's great because I don't respect them. And so I do whatever I want. Gotcha. Anyway. Yo, hold up. Uh, there, I just got an email what? for something and I'm really blown. We have to play what? this game. What? There's a River City Saga Three Kingdoms game. What? Yeah, it's uh, pre-order now. It doesn't look like it's coming here, but there's going to be an Asian version that you can order. I don't speak any no, of those no, languages. But it's, it's it's in English. Like it's it's an English oh. Asian, like you know Singapore and shit. Like is that on PlayStation. Uh, yeah, PS4. What? All right, yeah. let's talk about this later. Yeah, let's do this. Oh. <laughs> Todd Howard just said that Fallout 5 isn't coming until after the Elder Scrolls 6. So, <laughs> 20 <you> know, years <laughs> later. <laughs> worry about that in about 2067. Uh, man, I really do feel like Xbox just bought the wrong studio. Um, anyway, <laughs> so we're going to be, I'm going to be at Anime Expo, and that's going to be that day that episode came out. So I f- figured it'd be fun to do an anime game, an anime episode. And so I've been playing 
for the last 30 hours in you know a week dragon ball z kakarot which is what we'll be talking about next time also chris will be giving me a history of anime games in general and they will, <laughs> we'll just talk about anime shit so enjoy the anime we're just gonna the call anime it the episode i'm uh, this is what i'm bringing to the table anime if you'd episode. like to play it is dragon ball z kakarot or just play anime and listen to us talk about anime video games that's next episode this was this episode and this was i have more trophies than you Hey, yo, fuck Todd Howard. Hey, thank you so much for listening to our podcast. If you'd like to send us questions, gaming memories, comments, or if you just want to know when the next episode is going to drop, then you can follow us on Twitter at more trophies pod. That's M O R E T R O P H I E S P O D. That's more trophies pod. Also, you can email us at I have more trophies than you at gmail.com. It's just the name of the show. All one word at gmail.com. Also, be sure to follow Ryan at Dr underscore ryan on twitter you can also keep up to date with his monday night twitch streams office hours at twitch.tv forward slash dr underscore ryan that's dr underscore r-y-a-n dr underscore ryan on both twitch and twitter and follow chris on twitter at burezu in japan now i I know i know what you're thinking don't worry i'm gonna spell it out for you right now that's b-u-r-e-z-u-i-n-j-a-p-a-n it's all one word burezu in japan on twitter and when they are streaming you can check them out at twitch.tv forward slash blaze tk that's b-l-a-z-e the letter t the letter k on twitch blaze tk thank you again so much everyone we'll see you in the next episode